You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. Mm, that is hot today, buddy. <laughs> I couldn't go Not couldn't mine. go deep on that one. I got wow. the old Chick-fil-A cup this afternoon. Ooh. The silent the silent slurp. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Chick-fil-A. Nice. Uh, we've got a couple here in Canada. They're coming. They're yeah, making well, their way. The best thing about Chick-fil-A is they don't have that sauce that you guys have. Oh, that's why they're not going to make it. They're not going to make it here. <laughs> I mean, Krispy Kreme couldn't make it. What was the What was the place with the chicken? Swiss Chalet. Swiss Chalet. Swiss Chalet, Chalet sauce. Oh, yeah, Swiss Chalet sauce. Mm. We we just went a few weeks ago, and, and we hadn't had it for a while, and Ruthie still, she gets the rib sauce. She doesn't do Swiss yep, Chalet sauce. yep. So I can't, I've tried to break her. It's been, you know, 35 years. She just won't give in. So it's yeah. like Vegemite in uh, Australia. Yeah. yeah sure. I mean, they love that stuff. And it's, really? it's like salty seaweed to me, you know. Mm, yeah. But yeah. they spread it on bread. Go, oh, this is so great. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my son uh, helped his future father-in-law butcher a pig. And his his soon to be fiance's family is from Mexico, and so they use every part of the pig. They don't waste anything. Mm. So for lunch that day, they had pig intestines in blood. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Nate said I tried it, Dad, but he said as soon as I put it in my mouth, I thought I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the Filipinos eat that too. There's a, a name for it. I can't remember the name, but the Filipinos eat that as well. Well, it's, I could not yeah. eat pollute balut. No. Oh, oh my goodness. I, 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 I tried. I ate part of it, but I couldn't do the head. Once oh, I saw the head, I was done. I couldn't yeah. eat anything of it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a cultural thing for sure. And then uh, yeah, uh, what's America got that? Uh, what's uh, hot dogs? I guess and apple pie grits. would be your thing. But grits, yeah, <laughs> that's, grits. That's something that that uh, yeah. you know Southerners like that not many other people like. Yeah, hominy, hominy. That's a different one. Yep. Hominy. Sometimes and, uh, hominy and grits they eat together. Yeah, hominy and grits. Yeah. So hominy is like a, it's like corn, but they soak it, right? Right. And it swells up. Yeah. And then grits, uh, most people in Canada would call that cream of wheat. It's very similar. Cream yeah, of wheat. Sort of. Yeah. It's a little more grainy, but mm-hmm. I actually like it. So, like in the States, though, they eat um, grits with uh, shrimp and. Yeah. Butter, they mm. fry it with butter, oh, yeah. and I just, I like with maple syrup. If you put maple syrup on it, it's delicious. Oh, but other than that, I can't imagine Maple syrup usually it. covers a multitude of sins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's been a good weekend, and now we're back at it. You had a good weekend. How was your services? We had good services. I wouldn't say it was a good weekend, but oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. we did have good services. Good. Uh, I was at home in uh, my home church of Simcoe and preached there. Had a great time. Good crowd. 
and uh, awesome response. So yeah, it's really good. Good time. And uh, as we record this, uh, people are listening to this. I will have been in uh, Barry, Barry, Ontario. Awesome. And uh, preaching up there, and then uh, home for a week, preach here one week, and then back on the road again. So it's looking good. You know, it's not. Uh, I don't think that the Lord does things for one individual and causes the whole cataclysmic problem, but I would have to say Mm -hmm. we would have been in Israel when my mother-in-law passed away. That's true. And that would have been extremely difficult. You know, we have to get back and all this, you know, so, and and I'm not saying that Hamas on October 7th was an act of God, certainly in no way, you know, but uh, it is just interesting that uh, yeah. We were thankful we didn't have to already complications when when she right. went home to be with the Lord. So, Right, right. I was just thinking of that yesterday. I thought, you know, we would be there. And then um, I'm thinking ahead to next year, and we should start promoting that soon. But I just don't know what's going to happen over there. It's just so yeah. volatile right now. And uh, especially with your upcoming election, I think things are going to get a little nasty here in the next little bit. I think... I think those countries would know that if they're going to do something, they better do it before the election they because know. they don't know the outcome. And they know. I think they know. They they know if, tr- <laughs> yeah. if Trump gets in, they know it's going to yeah, happen. Taiwan's right, already going to be invaded. You know, I yeah. I I thought whenever Biden won, supposedly, I am still mm-hmm. a an election denier, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, I thought for sure that they would wind up uh, i knew something was gonna pop in the middle east had no idea what but uh, i thought for sure that china is gonna take the advantage and and uh, you know go after those other states that they consider rogue well i'll tell you what they know that prime minister trudeau boy look out he's Getting the checkbook out, and he's going to send them all some more money to help him out. He so. would sissy slap them pretty bad. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> I don't think he would do that. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think that he would either. How about what's going on in Europe with the farmers? Yeah. Have you seen that at all? Oh, all of that? How can you not see it? But yeah. Well, I mean, it's just hitting the news here in Canada now. Oh, that's unbelievable. I mean, it's unbelievable. really just being covered. Yeah, they, oh, can't, yeah, they, they can't contain it anymore. No. You know oh, what no, I mean? Uh, so it is... Uh, Started in Germany, and then yeah. it went over into Poland, and then yep. France, France, and then uh, Italy, Belgium. and yeah. Belgium, the Netherlands, yep. um, and now um, I just heard over the weekend that uh, Ireland were yes. they were told they're going to have to call two hundred thousand cows, and so then they went bombastic, you know, so. It, these people are just absolutely insane. They're nuts. Insane. They're nuts. Oh, well, it's because they're they're destroying our atmosphere. I mean, those cows. Yes. I mean, they're polluting. Exactly. Like crazy. Unbelievable. I mean, China. China's not. It's the cows. Right. India's exactly. Not. It's the cows. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> but people have had enough. I'm glad people have had so enough. I saw a video. My son showed me a a clip. Of somebody, the guy sounded like he had an Australian accent, and so uh, I guess their town, uh, a river has you know swollen over its banks, and so it's like they're they're uh, they they're no one can get in and out, 
And so the right. guy's at the grocery store, and he said, look at this. He said, and he's going, here's the frozen food aisle. Here's the here's the uh, grocery aisle. Here's the, you know, nothing. Here's the meat aisle. Here's the dairy aisle. Here's yeah. the dog food aisle. He said, absolutely nothing. Now you got to see this. And he showed all of that fake meat, you know, the gr- the, oh. the, the uh, <laughs> yeah, plant-based plant food. He said, <laughs> fully stocked. He said, people will eat dog food and starve before they eat this junk. (laughs) I love it. I mean, everything, it was completely empty. Not not even a toothpick anywhere and a fully stocked plant-based section. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. People have had enough. People have had enough. And I would like to say, I, I don't think we can take full credit, but the Canadian truckers, God bless you. They showed people... What can be done when you band together in mass and uh, start something yeah, like I'm that? Yeah, I'm still so, hoping for yeah. a huge lawsuit. Oh, me too. Me too. And I hope they throw. I hope they hope they throw him in jail. I'll pay for, more taxes for breaking if they win. For, I'd pay more taxes for breaking so they can your win. constitution. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, crazy days. I love it. But love until it. people start going to jail, it's going to mm, keep happening. Right. Well, it's a sign of the times, man. I'm telling yes, you. Yes, it is. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. Get ready. We may not finish this podcast, so I'd be all right. If if something should happen, you go ahead. Um, you no, we won't be here. <laughs> but I think we have listeners that could carry on, and we've named them several times. <laughs> <laughs> the guilty binger got hold of me today. Oh yeah, that's great. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, he said. He said you made a mistake. You don't binge backwards. You binge from where you left off forward. He said you don't binge backwards. <laughs> so yeah, well, know. you know, if the rapture happens during Tim talks today. Some yeah. people won't know it for three weeks till they log in. <laughs> Where'd they go? We'll get five hundred texts. Where's the podcast? <laughs> Heathens. <laughs> All right, time to get serious. We wasted 10 minutes. Now it's time to get serious oh, and talk about okay, our topic yeah. of the week. Would you like to introduce it since it's your idea? No, it's not. It's your idea. Isn't it? No, it's it your my? idea. It's yours. Oh. Well, since my wife is now our church secretary, I yeah. want to talk about how phenomenal and wonderful <laughs> and needed and helpful church secretaries are. Wow. Wow. Yep. Great, great intro. Amen. Excellent, excellent. My wife is not my secretary, and so I may have an oppositional view to the church secretary position. Well, she was my secretary back in Cleveland for a while. She was. Yeah. She was. Yeah. She's very good. And yeah, she. Oh, she's a phenomenal secretary. Um, she just and she was my secretary for a while in the office here, but yeah, was um, until she did right. And corrected some of your mistakes, and you would have none of it because yep. you believed that you were uh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, no, without uh, she just no, she didn't correct my errors. She tried to temper my tone in a letter, <laughs> and she goes, "It just sounds too harsh." And I said, "I want it to sound harsh." <laughs> and she said, "I can't." put a letter like that out i said then i will do it and you can go home i bet i bet your tone to her was harsher than your tone in the letter oh no no 
No. I didn't have to live with the person in the letter. <laughs> now, my wife is a phenomenal secretary, and she still does a lot of um, spell check for me. She's a phenomenal spell checker. She catches stuff all the time everywhere. And uh, she she's good about... You know, allowing me to bounce ideas off. She's she's really good with people and how they react and stuff. So yeah, really good. But um, I, I think today, I think the position of the secretary has changed a little bit. So oh yeah, look at that this week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How many how many people call your church on a regular basis? Do you think like on a day? How many times would Denise pick up the phone there? I think twenty five to forty a day. Really? Yeah. Really? That many? I, I got to tell you that not many people called our church office. Really? Um, we would, we, no. Uh, they would call us directly or they would text us as a staff and maybe, maybe different area, different thing. But um, we would get some phone calls, but a lot of times it would come direct, especially I would say the last five years, seven years. Yeah. We did not get a lot of phone calls in our office. So the, you know, I, I see that that was, you know, an important part of having an office. I like when somebody can call and get somebody on the phone. I don't like leaving have people having to leave messages. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that. But, uh, yeah, most people would just call direct or text direct and well, get hold of us that way. Yeah, most of our church members do. But there's a lot of, you know, people in business or things that are going mm-hmm. on. I mean, we get calls all the time. Mm, yeah. I found that most of our calls went out more than they came in. Hmm. We, you know, we would go looking for someone rather than looking for us. And I think business is done a little bit differently in the states. I think there is a little bit of a difference there. Um, so that that might make a little bit of a difference. But yeah, um, the phone call aspect of it, uh, letter writing. Do you do a, a lot of letters? Do you have any send out a lot of letters? She's doing more. See, uh, we have had some very kind ladies in our church, older ladies, mm-hmm. who, yeah. uh, you know, may or may not have had somewhat of some business experience. Um, and so we were just happy for them to do what they could. And mm-hmm. most of it was answering the phone and, uh, you know, dealing sometimes with church people and, you know, making me aware of situations. And and so it, there was not a, a, a high level of computer uh, aptitude right. that was there, right. you know, a nominal, you know, you can get online and you can, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sort of, uh, you know, get emails and things, but that that was about it. And uh, mm-hmm. and so I had been, I, I had been sort of self-trained over the years to do most of my things. And so now mm-hmm. that Denise, and she's been, she's been working now for, I think a year and a half, maybe two and a half years. And right. you know, it, I have to remember. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I can, I can rely on her to do things. But, but, you know, she being an educator is always very careful about, you know, how a letter sounds and making sure that uh, it's spell checked and all of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was primarily hired. I mean, dual role, but primarily hired to uh, do some of the financial secretary stuff. And so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's sort of like as a, it's a dual role, uh, just, you know, whenever you have to wind up uh, checking the accounts and making sure everything's in the right uh, format. And so, you know, when we get to the end of the year, this was a real blessing this year 
you know, that uh, as the deacons put the budget together, there was not a, a, a lot of things they had to try to recategorize and things. And so it was a it was a real blessing, you know, but it's taken a while to learn that learn that aspect of it. Yeah. And that's and maybe talk about that later in the week. But picking the right person for the job. I mean, uh, one of the one of the concerns was in past, at least maybe not so much today, but you know, having having an older man pastor, younger woman secretary, or even staff members that were the same age. You know, you've got young guys working in the office. You've got a young lady. Uh, the, that could be some tough situations sometimes. Um, but having the right person, and I think that is part of it today, is that if you want someone who's a little older to be the secretary to maybe you know, deflect some of that away, they don't always have the computer skills that they need for the job today. And the problem with computers today is they change so much so fast. And some of the programs are changing, you know, rapidly. And some of the techniques of programs are changing rapidly. So you have to have somebody who's got some computer skills, I think, today, if they're going to be effective in that secretarial role to, to do multitasks in the office outside of just answering the phone. Well, it's sort of like um, you need people that are overqualified for what they get paid. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, really, what you need is somebody who's very proficient in quite a few areas. You know, if you mm-hmm. have only have one secretary, then you know you're dealing with scheduling. You're dealing with, of course, the the uh, you know the the interaction with public, uh, and then of course you're dealing with probably layout and yep. you know print. You know print things then you're dealing with i mean ideally uh, doing the you know slides for the uh for right. you know some of the multimedia for the services and i mm-hmm. mean so you're talking about a whole lot of different uh you know capabilities of of on the computer of all that you need and then of course you know like i said when you start going into a whole a whole realm of bookkeeping and bookkeeping software i mean that's that's mm-hmm. really gets involved yeah, that's a lot, and most churches would have more than one person to take care of those things. But yeah, if you could ideally find somebody that can do all of those things, that's awesome. And in our office, I had guys. You know, I had uh, Pastor Holland, I had Brother Yeomans, I had Levi Lamp, uh, Levi Terrell, sorry. Um, you know, that could do all that stuff, and they were great at talking to people on the phone. They were great at doing design work, and we also had a lady in our office, Darlene, who's been there for you know almost thirty years now, and. She, with time, has struggled with some of the, you know, um, changes with technology. And so those guys have been very good and helped and tried to, you know, retrain at times and things. But some of these younger guys just have it. They've grown up with it. They understand it. They, you know, they can make the change. They welcome the change where I think we struggle a little bit with change sometimes. So that's a little bit harder for some who would take that secretarial role. Well, because we're, I mean, truly very thankful with these you know, ladies that were that were you know past retirement age, and they were so helpful and they're so sweet and uh, just a real blessing to the church itself. But right. there were many things that they could not do. So really, it came mm-hmm. down to Steve and I doing it, and it got to the point where Steve was doing probably you know eighty percent of what a secretary would do. And right. it was getting to right. the point where he could not hardly function as an associate pastor 
And he's mm-hmm. operating more like a secretary whenever we finally said, you know, right. we, we just we have to try to address this situation. And and because of the uh, the sweetest lady in the world that preceded my wife as the church secretary, and she started she was just starting to have some some uh, dementia problems health and things. issues. Yeah. yeah and issues. so uh, but she loved Denise and Denise loved her. And I, I felt like that would be the best the best transition, you know, that, mm-hmm. that they both could work there together, you know, her as a volunteer and then Denise, you know, three days. So it, it just, um, it, it was the best thing for us to do. It may not be the best mm-hmm. thing long term, but, you know, it is a blessing and it is, it, it is vital. It is vital to a church. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I might challenge that on Wednesday. Good. I might challenge that. Good. Okay, we'll do it. So um, for today, um, church secretary. Coming from the top and, ropes for you. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, the, I, I appreciate every person who's ever helped in our secretarial roles. Amen. We've had three or four, and they're phenomenal, and I appreciate them and what they did. Uh, but I think I would reevaluate that position if I was starting today. I would maybe look at that and see the value of that, uh, or at least how I would maybe um, restructure that would maybe be a better word. I'm not saying they're not needed or not appreciated, but I just think that maybe they have a different role today. So take a look at that on Awesome. I'm Al Stone. I'm Al Stone. I'm in uh, St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada. I am my own secretary uh, with my wife, who is my professional proofreader, Um, and it's a disaster. So maybe a secretary would be a good idea. <laughs> this is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio, who now has his secretary sits on his lap and nibbles his ear every once Ooh. in a while. So, wow. but uh, only now, not before. Steve didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> if Steve sat on your lap, you'd be going to the hospital. <laughs> I'm getting a visual. <laughs> Come here, Daddy. <laughs> He's sitting on your lap, and you're saying, "Who's your Daddy? Who's your Daddy?" <laughs> oh man! This is Tim Talks. Always serious. Always yes. a serious. Note. We're here we'll just to help Wednesday. you. Yeah, we'll be back on Wednesday. This is Tim Talks. Have a great day, eh? <laughs> You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.